If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And now our next guest and continuing the same uh, discussion, basically, is Stephen Eide. He's a senior fellow at the Manhattan Institute and an expert on mental illness in New York City. Um, Dr. Eide, we we're seeing that now Mayor Adams is making a very strong effort to get our city back on track. He's clearing out the homeless encampments. He even got the there. There was even a story in the Bronx where a homeless man had been living in a stairwell for two years two years living in a stairwell and they couldn't get him out. And yet you have like the civil liberties union saying that this is not fair. What can be done? Because at the end of the day, people just want to be safe and be able to walk down the street without being harassed and without having people living like animals. Yes. And one question I would ask about this debate is, um, has anyone seen what's going on in California Recently, has anybody been out to California or seen the videos on social media? I mean, out on the West Coast, you got these cities that have been dealing with encampments with hundreds of people. Can you imagine that? People living all together on the street and parks with tents, hundreds of people all clustered together. And in in San Francisco and in L.A., you know, you've reached a situation where it's 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 not it's. It's a real question. What's realistic to to expect from those cities? What can even be done? New York has always kept the lid on things more than those cities have. But those cities, they should have prevented that problem from arising. The only thing you can really do with this hardcore street homelessness problem is a preventative approach. Keep it from really getting out of control. And to some extent, that's, I think, what's going on. And that's one way to think about what the, the current policies. Now, there's this talk about um, Kendra's law. Can you talk about that? Can a person who is mentally ill be held? Like Judge Weinberg, you know you know about this well, as well. Doctor, we've talked about this before. That The issue seems to me that we have to toughen up the Kendra's law to hold be, be able to hold people in but for a few days because, and get them treatment. And we have to have the facilities to do that. At least 30 days. And, and more importantly, there has to be the recognition that there's a linkage between mental illness and drug addiction. What say you? Yeah, well, you're talking about a population who's sometimes referred to as service-resistant, okay? New York City spends more expansively on social service, mental health services than practically any other jurisdiction in America. I mean, it's just a very robust system in terms of the funding. But what do you do when people don't accept those services? I mean, you can keep spending and spending and spending, but if people don't know they're ill or that's not the services they want, and and yet they're still deteriorating, like, in public, and we can see this happening, what do you do? There has to be an intervention. And there are a couple of different ways you can do that. We do have psychiatric hospitals, and we can talk about making more use of those. Kendra's Law is an intervention that allows people to live in the community outside of a psychiatric hospital, but with the type of supervision that somebody like that's going to need if they're going to be uh, able to be stable. And so far, 239 encampments have been cleared out. People accepted shelter. I mean, this is – it's crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, look, you know, 
first of all, one thing that's important to emphasize, people are safer than in the street. I realize that many people have had very bad experiences in shelter. Um, They don't want to go back in shelter. That's a very difficult situation. But shelters, you know, you will be safer in a shelter than in the street. And so, you know, New York spends a few billion dollars on its shelter system. That There is an alternative for people. It's not maybe ideal from their perspective. Um, But it really is a more attractive alternative than the street. You're going to be safer in a shelter. Doctor. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. John has a great idea. I want you to tell everybody your idea about uh, Rikers Island, John Katzmatidis, and about. Uh, and I want to hear, Doctor Ide, what do you think of this idea? It's a simple idea, and then but Governor it's a. will go to you yeah. after that. But my idea was, we got plenty of, uh, of land in uh, Rikers Island. We got plenty of buildings. For for a billion dollars, we can probably reconstruct them and make them hospitals and put the, uh, the mentally ill in there and, and, and give them medical treatment they deserve. Uh, Governor, you know more about Rikers Island than I do. What do you say, Governor? Well, the deinstitutionalization, which started in the late 70s and late 80s, is what we're paying for now. We just don't have the spaces to put people. Right now, there are two or 300 beds in the shelters, but because of the red tape that has existed, you know, it's hard to ask homeless people to go through red tape. You can't tell them, come back tomorrow. So my suggestion really is that what Mayor Adams has done is finally forced the city to deal with these problems. And the homeless advocates who pointed this out today, they would never have even gotten a chance to do that had he not said that he's tired of the system that we have now. It's a broken system, and we have a responsibility to help these people and to protect our city. They're a danger to themselves, a danger to society. And we, as a, as a great city and a civilized people, we shouldn't allow people to slowly commit suicide on the streets. Dr. That's Ide? exactly it. I mean, where's the compassion? Yes. Deinstitutionalization did not bring compassion to these people. Seeing someone soiled on the street yeah. or hungry... That's not compassion. And isn't it great to have a mayor who's willing to take on this issue? Yeah, there's an old phrase, letting people die with their rights on. That's mm. going on. Yeah. Well, yeah. Th- thank you so much. And uh, we're going to continue this conversation because those people in the streets of New York deserve treatment. They deserve hospitals. They deserve to be in shelters. And they don't deserve to be on the sidewalks in New York. Thank you so much. Let's take a break, and when we come back, we're going to go directly to the other side of midnight. Frank Morano, and he's got some great stories that he wants to fill us in on.